0: Welcome to the AMCAST, Anna Maria College's podcast produced by the Marketing and Communications Office. I'm Hugh Drummond, Vice President for External Relations. This episode is part of the From Our Family to Your series. And this, is, this series is designed to share information with students and families about adjusting to life at Anna Maria College. We spotlight some of the programs and services in place here to help students succeed help them stay healthy and thrive. In this episode, I'm joined by Lynn Curran, Director of the Counseling Center, and Isaiah Tucker, Mental Health Counselor in the Counseling Services uh, Office. Uh, Welcome to both of you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having yeah, us. Thanks for having us. It's sure, sure.
0: And how about, uh, uh, Lynn, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about uh, about yourself, your background.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm a clinical social worker. I have been for about well, over 20 years now. Um, I have diverse work experience. I've worked in hospitals. I've worked in uh, secondary ed. Um, I've worked, geez, just about at courthouses. Uh, but I have uh, experience. Uh, special experience working with college students and so I'm very happy I'm here at Anna Maria College to share that Um, I have two teenage uh, kids at home Um, I have two dogs uh, and yeah I'm
2: very excited to be here for our students yeah
0: excellent excellent Isaiah how about you Yeah,
2: I'm a clinical social worker as well, licensed independent clinical social worker. Uh, So that's sort of my educational background. Um, Professionally, I've been in the field for just about 20 years as well. Uh, Primarily working with teens, adolescents, uh, started off in the child protective sector, uh, doing a lot of child protective work for the state of Massachusetts, and um, transitioned to working more in the high school sector, um, actually, a local high school, South High. Uh, I came from, from South to transition to working here at Anna Maria College. And I've been here uh, just about one full semester.
0: That's great. Uh, you know, this episode has its own purpose, but at some point, both of you could be great guests in a career episode around, around uh, you know, counseling careers or social work major, uh, psychology counseling, you know. Absolutely. So we'll, put yeah. a, we'll put a put a pin in that for, for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start by talking about uh, what counseling resources are available at Anna Maria College. Uh, who else is in the office, and and how, when, where students uh, can access services.
1: Yeah, so we're here uh, Monday through Friday in person, 8.30 to 4.30. Uh, We're located in the Health and Counseling Building, which is adjacent to Trinity Hall. Uh, Isaiah and myself, again, are here full-time for counseling. We're supported counseling-wise by um, uh, two graduate interns, uh, who this right now? This semester haven't been filled yet, but uh, we have space for those. We have one undergrad intern as well, who does a lot of outreach um, and student-facing activities for our uh, for our students here on campus. Uh, we also have a BIPOC in, uh, internship that is just launched this semester as well. Um, also in the office with us are uh, two nurse uh, practitioners, so we have someone who is full-time, her name is Jessica, and we have part-time Chelsea. We also have an office manager named Judy, so when you first come into our building, you'll meet Judy, and she is here to help students get organized and check in for their appointments.
0: Okay, and you mentioned appointments. so can a student just walk over to the building or do they need to arrange an appointment first um you know and we should make clear that the building is at the far end of of trinity hall it Mm -hmm. kind of juts out there and it has its own entrance
1: that's right It does have its own entrance Um, and just to answer that question um, it is preferred that students make an appointment Um, while we do have urgent appointments throughout the day sometimes those are filled too we will always step out and try to accommodate a student if possible but very often we're, we're, we're booked or have other meetings so students can call the Health and Counseling Center or they can email counseling at annamaria.edu and make appointments that way.
0: Say that uh, email address uh, again for us. Yeah,
1: it's uh, counseling at annamaria.edu.
2: Excellent. And just to add the the phone number to reach us is is, uh, 508-849-3315. 3315.
0: 3315. Excellent. Thank you. So. Let's, uh, so we're having this interview, doing this interview in uh, late August. Um, some students have begun to arrive on campus uh, with the with the fall teams. We have a lot of students coming um, at the very end of August. Um, for many students, uh, college is their first time away from home, away from friends, away from their hometown uh, medical community, uh, counseling community. What? Um, when should a student reach out for counseling? I mean, what is the difference between someone saying, gee, I, I don't get it, or I'm, I'm having a challenge here, uh, but I can figure it out, or I'm just going to power through it, versus saying, you know, l- let me talk to somebody?
2: Yeah, I'll just, so to start, I, I always mention like there's really no bad time. You know, it's, it's sort of a situation where we encourage students to reach out to us. Anytime, you know, if they're thinking they potentially want to commit to therapy or even if they're not sure. So we do sort of like these intro sessions where we outline all the different resources that are available to them on campus, really get a scope of like how they're feeling and what's going on and let them sort of determine, do I want to continue with scheduled sessions? Do I want to sort of maybe spread things out? Do I want to reach out to an RA or RD? So we sort of paint the picture of um, all the resources available on campus and help them help them decide mm-hmm.
1: There's really no problem too small mm-hmm. we would never want a student to think that oh it's not a big deal or oh um, it's not severe enough just call us or talk to us we're happy to fill that out um you know and we isaiah and i make an effort to be as visible as possible on campus so hopefully we feel like a friendly face to come and and talk to us when whenever needed mm-hmm. uh, we do lots of outreach uh, um Uh, activities throughout the school year either in the campus center, the dining hall, residence halls. Uh, So we're there and hopefully students also remember that they do have other outlets on campus as well. So if they do have that question like, what if, I'm not sure, their RAs or RDs are available, campus ministry is available in addition to us, there's never a wrong time though to ask that question and we would never want anyone to feel alone trying to figure out that question on their own.
0: Right. Phone. And they, they could email a question too, I assume. Yeah, y-
1: They could email a question. The only reason why I hesitate on that is that email isn't, um, isn't private. Right. So. Um, it, we would encourage a student rather to, to call us and to make an appointment and not even feel like they have to stay a whole 45 minutes or whatever. They can come and make a, um, a brief appointment like I, Isaiah was mentioning just to get some more information or to help kind of suss out exactly what they're looking right.
0: for. Right. And, and you mentioned the, the kind of um, the additional resources of the RAs, the RDs, even campus ministry. I mean, I think... I think it's important to uh, point out that there is this kind of collaboration, this network of support, Um, and and obviously you would be as as trained professionals. You're probably at the top of the of the chain there, but but the idea that there are um, there are resources that are very accessible.
1: Absolutely, and we all collaborate um, together to make resources. Accessible. You are correct in terms of we are uh, clinical professionals and we keep our information private um, so students could understand that that is sort of um, an added, I don't know if benefits the right word, but mm-hmm. something to keep in mind when talking with us that anything that they do bring to us is, is HIPAA protected
0: yeah and, and I um, just a, a kind of another note is I, I noticed that the uh, Anna Maria takes uh, the the special step of providing mental health first aid training to his residence life staff which which I think is really kind of a, um, a big advantage uh, for them
1: Absolutely I think Anna Maria is looking at different ways to diversify the mental health um, access of uh, resources but also the modalities so sometimes, um, a one-on-one appointment with a clinician isn't the right fit for the student, so there's other things that we can do to service or provide support for that student that happen outside of that um, session, if you will. Uh, we do offer BetterMind, for example, which is an online telehealth telecounseling platform which students can access at any time um, to set up an appointment with a clinician uh, free of charge and again all HIPAA compliant and private. Um, the other added Feature with that is that that's not run by or staffed by Anna Maria's um, faculty or staff. That's a completely um, separate entity that we contract with for those services. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, so um, this is a podcast, and that means that not only are students listening, but we have uh, external uh, stakeholders listening, parents, guardians might be listening. What information do you think it's important uh, for families to know about the,
2: the counseling resources here? Yeah, <clears throat> sorry. Lynn and I were, we were actually talking about that before mm-hmm. um, heading over here to meet with you. And, um, you know, Lynn was talking a lot about uh just helping parents understand, like, we're here with them and for them. You know, this is obviously a huge transition for everybody. And um, naturally, you know, there's a little anxiety and trepidation that comes with your child leaving, you know, the home and starting on this new journey. So one of the things that I'm big on is just helping parents remember uh, confidentiality. So we provide a lot of um, resources to parents. In terms of if they're worried or concerned about their kids, these are the different resources in your community. These are the resources that we provide on campus, um, but we're not able to disclose, you know, confidential information. Uh, so I've, I've found personally that's kind of the hardest adjustment that parents have had to make. Um, but Lynn, you're sort of giving some good analogies and explaining it well.
1: Yeah, that d- despite that um, sort of you know confidentiality that we have to respect. Isaiah and I get it. We're both parents ourselves. Um, we both are sensitive to the fact that we're worried, you know, about our about our kids and sending our kids off to school. Um, however, we expect the kids, the students to make mistakes. We're, we're ready for that. Um, we're ready to support and to guide them when they make those mistakes. Uh, you, know, you know, some of the corny analogies I was coming up with was when you teach your kid how to ride a bike and you have to let go of that seat at one point and they do fall and they do get hurt. Or driving a car. I'm going through that right now with my 17-year-old son and holding on for dear life to that. I'm arrest. doing the same thing. Oh, so. my goodness. <laughs> um, but but this is what we do as, as parents. We, we We see them through. These exciting changes, and we expect the fender bender. We expect um, students to not love their roommate or to have issues with their academics, but we're here for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I want parents to understand that we can that we that we appreciate where they're coming from. Mm-hmm.
0: So actually, you you made me you you mentioned roommates, and, and so I, I want to almost take a step back for a second because when when I originally was thinking about this episode and thinking about counseling, my mind immediately goes to uh, kind of bigger problems mm-hmm. or bigger challenges that, that students face. But the the fact of the matter is they really can come to you with with anything
1: students do in fact come to us with, (laughs) even which is what we want them to do Mm -hmm. so yes uh, all of those transitional issues that you might expect with uh, moving away from home and moving into a room with a stranger maybe sharing space a bathroom with someone you've never had a share before these are going to generate anxieties worries um, issues for anybody and these are absolutely normal for one and for two absolutely things that we can help people with Mm -hmm. Um, so we would again never want people to think that their issues were, were too mundane or too trivial mm. these are things that we're all feeling and can um and that we can we can ease that process a little bit
0: yeah i mean we, we're a close knit community here we we almost uh, sometimes you hear the word family and things like that but for the most part, we're not family with each other, you know? And so it is different to suddenly have to share things or have someone borrow something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there is there is that... Uh, it is a, um, one of those kind of moments of, of um, you know, growing up, experiencing new things, and it creates questions.
1: And it can create some growing pains. And yeah. again, you know, that's uncomfortable, but it's to be expected, and it's absolutely... Um, tolerable. Mm-hmm. We can recover from those yep. together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so when when someone makes an appointment, so someone reaches out, they they, they send an email maybe, and, and then you, you you encourage them to have a, a phone call. You 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 based on that phone call, um, kind of have a maybe a quick assessment of what what needs to happen next. But it's usually an appointment, right? That would happen. And um, how long is a typical appointment? And are appointments always going to be um, have follow-ups, or is it can you be one and done, uh, or is that even right
2: to do? I mean, it is a follow-up probably what is needed. Talk about the process a little. Yeah, bit. I think that's a great a great question. Most sessions are about about forty-five minutes to an hour. Uh, we try and keep them to that sort of time frame. Um, and you know, within a session, we might discuss, okay, what's to come, what's next. It's really, we try and be sort of student-centered and let them sort of lead in that regard. So sort of talk about all the different sort of worries, issues, concerns, and then we go from there. So it could be one session, um, or we could sort of recommend, well, let's, let's do three. Let's give it sort of three sessions. And at the third session, let's reevaluate and reassess. Um, you know, it's really again trying to be student-centered um, and think about and think about like how do how do we empower the student to sort of team with us to make these decisions. Mm-hmm.
1: The idea is uh, we would make a plan with that student too, so they would understand what direction they were going in and how they would know. They were better, so we'll set goals and we'll set a treatment plan with them um, and make recommendations based on that. Um, The flip side of that is like if the student decides they don't really want to do the treatment plan or they don't come anymore, therapy and treatment is never mandated. Um, So it's completely um, up to the student if they decide they want to continue or or not. Mm -hmm.
0: And I mean, you see a variety of of challenges, a variety of problems, but... um, and yet, while many are similar, none are probably the same. They're all different for because each person is going to ha- have a different uh, way of, of um, experiencing their situation. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I think that's part of the reason why we, we want to include um, interns when we are looking at um, services on campus because having uh, students that are currently students or having students that are non-traditional students or having students from BIPOC backgrounds as interns to inform our care helps speak to that very point that you're
0: raising. Mm -hmm. So actually, uh, tell us a little bit. You have uh, two graduate interns and, and one undergrad interns. Uh, what's their background? Their majors, the you know, and maybe what? Are, what's their career path going forward? Where what's their aspiration?
1: Well, we're, they haven't been filled just yet. Well, uh, I take that back. Our undergrad intern, um, she is uh, looking to further her career eventually in psychology. Um, she's a senior here at Anna Maria. Um, we have the two graduate internships open right now, mm-hmm. and we have the BIPOC internship interviewing right now. We have some really great candidates for that position. Mm-hmm.
0: So these are typically students that are pursuing careers in in counseling or social work or um, um, psychology, mental health, healthcare.
1: Correct, Correct. or yeah, healthcare um, or um, maybe public health. That okay. would be another really good. Uh, background that we would like to see in our engines
0: yeah that's excellent all right so um, you know just uh, thinking ahead now final thoughts uh, uh, are there more is there more we should be sharing with with students in this episode is there uh, more information you want to provide um, are there is there an event plan coming up that you uh, want to highlight
1: that we will see the students this uh not this weekend but next weekend mm-hmm. at or on the orientation night campus fest so we're looking forward to that mm-hmm. um we I think, and Isaiah, please please fill this in, but what I really want our students to know is we want to hear from them in terms of what we can offer them. Um, so again, we're looking to diversify what mental health means and what health, what mental health service delivery looks like beyond just the one-on-one um, sessions. So mm-hmm. please come to us with your ideas. We, we are very excited to hear from you. Mm-hmm. No,
2: I think you're 100% accurate, like that's exactly what I was thinking and really trying to get students feedback as much as possible. So mm-hmm. we welcome that, whether it's through just like email or uh, the different times that we're on campus outside of the Health and Counseling Center, definitely approach us and kind of fill us in about where they're at with the counseling. Mm-hmm.
0: Center. And um, last question, I promise this is the last question, but the, the hours are 8.30 to 4.30. Um, I know it's, you know, I always think in, in terms of like crisis communications, which, which I do a lot of, it, I've done a lot of in my career. It's never during the office hours, it's always <laughs> mm-hmm. at a different time or on a weekend. So, what's the process if, if, if something happens, if someone needs support after hours or on a weekend?
1: Uh, if they're on campus, it's usually the f- first point of contact is the RA. Yeah, and depending upon the student's needs, we'll have communications with that RA and be able to follow up.
0: Yeah, yeah. So bottom line is, if you're a student here, and you have an issue, no matter what day it is, no matter what time of, of day it is, um, you can access someone, uh, and and we will. Uh, Put the support in place.
1: Absolutely, and you know if they call or email overnight, we answer them the very next yeah. morning, right yeah. away. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's great. Well, uh, any last thoughts? Um, thank you both for coming over.
2: Yeah, I'll just say my experience, my short experience here at Anna Maria is the students here are very, very resilient and super, sort of tapped into the culture with on campus, but also outside of campus, and so I appreciate. Um, student voice and how they use their voice to, to make changes, you know, and, and sort of speak to what they want here on campus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I just encourage students to continue to do that.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's, uh, it is uh, a very powerful um, kind of attribute of our students. So, well, uh, Lynn, Isaiah, thank you very much. And uh, listeners out there, please uh, like the episode, share the episode on, the, on your social platforms and, and tune in again.